What up, what up, what up? Everybody, it's your girl Marquita, but you know what they like to call me, Miss Hollywood. <laughs> You're tuned into yet another episode of So Hollywood the Podcast. We're gonna get this thing cracking. Is it me or is it hot in here? Hey. Is it me or is it hot? Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode. You could be anywhere else, but you're here with me. Yeah. Cheers. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's time to get ignorant. The Hollywood lights are bright. Let's get right for a little bit. The fight's so low, so let's go and bump it a little bit. Let's celebrate life like it's going to end in a little bit. Hit the bottom a little twist and mix it with some of this. And mix it with Hollywood and you're far from monotonous. Imagine the gas can't even produce more hotness than this hip hop pop. It's a female accomplice. So Hollywood, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe this live. Tell a friend, bring a friend. So Hollywood, support me. Is it me or is it hiding here? Is it me or is it hiding here? <laughs> what up what up what up what up everybody it's your girl marquita but they like to call me who miss hollywood <laughs> it's saturday hey it's saturday hey 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 i booked and busy all the way up into the actually i am booked all the way up until the 27th i think but anyway so hollywood the podcast is a platform where everyone is treated equally and i bring them together with this thing called entertainment (laughs) if you don't know um i'll let you know episode i like oh sorry i'm just going getting ahead of myself jesus christ um if you don't know i like to do a recap whoa that was pretty loud (laughs) <laughs> i like to do a recap the recap is episode 57 with the legendary bots houston native he is the creator of the cookout uh which is a let me see it's a, a organization not an organization it's an event that is held throughout the different cities and it helps um songwriters producers engineers anybody and everybody that's in the entertainment industry so um make sure you guys follow him it is bots b-o-t-t-z music world on instagram he is multi grammy nominated over 20 years in the game if you don't know who he is please google him um he has a new single by the name of Tacos and Titties. Yes, everybody. Tacos and Titties. <laughs> but catch the latest episode of So Hollywood the Podcast on your favorite streaming platform. Yes. <laughs> also, if you want to be a guest, go to www.allofhollywood.biz and like, share, and subscribe or inbox me here on So Hollywood the Podcast Instagram page. 40 after, I like to do this thing called Sweet 16. Sweet 16 is where my guest guest in which i do have a guest today he is a singer songwriter but um yeah you just spit a sweet 16 or your latest um single 45 after i like to do this thing called top five five questions five answers all in which are catered to my guest 
50 after I do this thing called exclusive access. Yeah, you heard it. Exclusive access. That means my guest gives you guys something exclusive, something that he has, he or she has not given out to any other media platform or anyone else. Uh, 55 after is what I like to call wind down, which is uh, social media shout outs, um, so on and so forth. And last but not least, it is the question of the day. Question of the day is, I have, well, the question of the day, I have the guest. Ooh, that was so rude. <laughs> I have the guest. I had some Jamaican food earlier. <laughs> I have the guest um, answer the question of the day at the end, which is what bothers you about the industry? Why? And what would be your solution to fixing it? So without further ado, I'd like to introduce my special guest today on episode 58, <laughs> Mr. Greg Gutty. <laughs> How you doing What's today? Up, How you doing? I'm doing great. Doing great. Just hanging in, you know, hanging out. That's good. That's good. Well, I have to give you your flowers before we get to the interview. Uh, you are a Portsmouth native. You're a singer, songwriter, guitar player, producer, and overall, you have an old soul. You're currently working on, um, what is it, a tour coming up and a new album, in which we'll get into that as well. So, um, I see you're out and about today enjoying your enjoying this wonderful day. In Virginia, it's raining. <laughs> it's, it's raining over here in Virginia Beach. I don't know if you're in Virginia, but, <laughs> yeah, the weather's nah, I'll be back tomorrow, Monday sometime. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Oh, well, we miss you here. Um, so let's get into this interview. Um, I like to start all my interviews off with one question. How did this thing called entertainment enter your life? Um, it's in my life from birth. You know, uh, my family, they were very church oriented. So um, when I was born, that's pretty much what I was birthed into, just going to church and singing and, you know, the whole routine. <laughs> you know, the, the life. Yeah, <laughs> so that's kind of how it started. You know, started singing um, when I was about five years old with my um, older cousins and this little quartet group, and we started singing at my grandfather's church, and it went from there to other churches to talent shows to eventually the Apollo and stuff like that. So, how was that experience um, tra- transitioning from? being like i don't want to say in a in a church setting or as far as like gospel setting like how how was that transition and how was like going on i don't want to say tour i guess is it tour would you consider that a tour when you were younger or was it just like as far as with your group that you were a part of because you said you participated in like apollo and you guys used to do oh yeah yeah yeah. i mean I wouldn't necessarily say it was it was a tour, but um, it was just a it was just a career, really. I mean, from the age five years old up until about um twelve, thirteen, it was a yearly thing, you know. From every, you know, it was just a yearly thing. We was always in to music, magazines, you know, what I'm saying stuff like that. And how was that Apollo? So, how was that Apollo experience? Because not a lot of people was were able to you know, grace the stage of an Apollo of the Apollo. So how was that even, and and how was that leading up to that? And how, you know, like, how did you get that opportunity? 
first and foremost? Um, I can't really say exactly how. All I do know is that we, I remember us going to audition for the Apollo. It was early the year 2000, the summertime. And um, we went up there to audition. We sung half of the song. And the people was like, stop. You know what I mean? Y'all good. You know, because we was like an acapella group. So it was like very like into harmonizing, like voice to men. You know, like 90s R&B. We was into that type of vibe. So um, we end up, you know, it was like I say, to say the least, it was it was it was unbelievable. We were signing autographs because we won the first two rounds, and after the second, you know, second and third round, we had lost to some dancers. But just, oh. they just had a lot of hype behind their music, so you know, what I mean, it was crazy. But oh, man, so what <laughs> yeah, what yeah. happened after that? Because I know you guys were excited and you know, like ready to do more. What happened after that aspect or after that part in your in your life? Because I know at one point you guys ended up dismantling and, um, well, disbanding, and then you went off into your solo career. What What was the transitions um, before then? Um, pretty much it was a solid, solid situation. Um, what are you saying? How do we, how like, that transition from the group? Yeah, how did to, you transition from the group to being a, a solo artist? Gotcha. Well, what happened, I guess, after the, yeah, perfect. What happened after the, um, after the Apollo, maybe like a year or so, you know, we was getting older. We was like 15, 16, and it was time for, you know, some of the older cousins in the group to graduate. Okay. So, you know, they went and did other things like going to college, going to the military. You know, me, I was the youngest member of the group. So pretty much I was like, um, you know, still in the grind, still right. doing the music. I was buying, I was buying beats from this young producer in high school. You know, I'm still just grinding, and 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 honestly, I just never stopped to this day. I never got off the ground since that moment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I may have revised things or you know switched things up, but I'm still pursuing what 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 the Most High put into me to do. You know what I mean? Right. So were you That's con- were you considered the, the the lead singer, or was it was it just? It's just the acapella. Y'all did acoustic and, and live type things all together. Or was there even a lead singer? Yeah. I shared the lead singing spot with my cousin. Um, I call him Swim, but his name Alton. And um, I was really much the lead singer, but I was so nervous and shy, to be honest with you. Like I say, being the youngest guy in the group, I, I didn't like to introduce us. So when they would call us on stage, <laughs> he would do the introduction. You know what I mean? Like, right. yo, we are four of a kind, blah, blah, blah. And then when it was time to lead the song, I would step up and lead. So I don't know if you would call him being the leader <laughs> because of that right. or me being, you know what I mean? But I was the lead singer of all of the songs. So, well, you, most of the so songs, you were the yeah. Jason Weaver of the of the bunch. <laughs> I really don't know, but yeah, something said, like that. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Weaver is the dude that played Michael Jackson in the Mike, Michael Jackson movie, the Jackson Five. Oh, movie. okay, so, okay, yeah, <laughs> he yeah. He said yeah, I really yeah, didn't know. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> so soon after, yeah. you said you broke off into your solo career and you pretty much kept pushing. What did you do um, to pretty much enhance your solo career? Because it also states that you went, you eventually went back into another <laughs> group setting. So how did, how, you know, how did that even yeah. come about? I see you've been doing your homework. Right, too on that's, the road, what... <laughs> that's what's up. But yeah, yeah, that's what's up. Um, I definitely was, um, 
flirting with the hip hop thing. Like with all the stuff that y'all hear now with Drake singing and rapping, I was doing that right after the, you know, thing I was doing with my group. Because right. my older cousin, Diamond Cut, he was already having into the music so make a long story short we had formed a little trio group where we were singing and rapping pretty much right. and um, after a while one of my cousins one of the third members of the group ended up getting incarcerated and one thing led to another so I ended up moving out to Tennessee for a while and learned to play the guitar okay. you know end up getting away from you know the, the, the city life in Virginia you know what yeah. I mean it was just it was, it's rough out here you know but um, being able to go into the mountains out in Tennessee I was able to explore and become who I am today. So back in 2008 is when you picked up your initial first guitar. And then uh, soon after is when your biggest hit came, Child Support. So can you like elaborate on like how that even, like is this based on a true story first and foremost? And then second of all, how did you even put that together? Um. Well, like I said, I was, prior to playing child support or um, recording child support, I was playing guitar for about, um, seriously, for about two years. Because I brought my first guitar in 2008, but for the first couple of years, I was kind of just on and off with it. Mm-hmm. But um, it just developed in the studio. Um, I was working with the guy, Ty Rich, a wonderful producer. If you don't know about him, please check him out, Ty Rich, big up. And um, we was in the studio, and he was just like, man, what you got? And at that time... You know, that's what I was currently working on. I was like, I got this song called Child Support. And I was embarrassed, honestly. I was like, you know what I mean? Like, right. dang. He was like, nah, let me hear it. So um, we ended up recording it and, it, and it just became out pretty dope. It was just natural. It wasn't forced. It was easy. You know what I mean? Played right. the chords, played the, you know, the rhythm over top of it. It just came out nice. To this day, it's still a great song. I just performed it um, in Woodstock, New York last night. And it was a wonderful response. First time hearing it, you know, for them. <laughs> so was that based yeah. on a true story, child support? Is that based? Yeah. Okay. Honestly, okay. and I and I was embarrassed, honestly, to even say that. When I first started to sell my CDs, people would be like, uh, child support, is that song about you? And I'd be like, ah, nah, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. I was like, you're embarrassed. Though. But then eventually, I was like, you know what? You, you have know, to this tell my life truth. story. You know, yeah, be that's real. You know what I'm saying? Right. Exactly. Right. So, so, yeah, it's definitely um, my life story. Well, my story, you know, I wouldn't say my life story, but it's my <laughs> story. Part, you know what right. I mean? A part of a your part story. A part of my story. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. I, had, I had met you probably soon after, maybe like a year, two years into that single, because I was like, because yeah. I remember exactly where we met. We met at. Um, what is that spot? Um, the Jamaican spot. Um, MP. Yes, you were standing outside okay. of MP. Yeah, you yeah, had, I remember that. I remember that. My son that. Yeah, was yeah, with yeah, me, yeah. and you took a picture yeah. with my son, and he was excited because yeah. I was like, "You know who this is? This the dude that's saying child support." And he was like, uh, yeah, "Okay." Yeah. I was like, "That's you, yeah. ain't it?" He was like, "Yeah, that's me. That's me." I was like, yeah. <laughs> "I was like, that's that was, dope." That was a cool moment. Yeah, yeah that was, that was a cool yeah, moment. Yeah. I, he still has that picture on yeah. his Instagram page, and I'm just like, "Wow, bro, wow, yeah, wow, I'm gonna send it to you, but yeah, I was just like, "Man, he's." he's doing great and you know what i mean like so what what did that song like take off for you or was that just the foundation for where you are now so to speak um i would say a little bit of both it took off very fast for me and i had a lot of great opportunities Mm -hmm. that was presented to me but um 
I believe everything happened for a reason, you know. You know, I've never been the one to just jump right into something. So um, I'm still just um, grounding and, and building my, my network, you know, and just really just trying to do the groundwork on my own. That way I can own mostly, or, you know, majority of everything that I'm doing versus mm-hmm. somebody just giving it to you and you really don't own anything. But, you know, I'm just doing the groundwork. But it took off and it's still taking off. And, um, you know, it's just a beautiful thing, you know. It's different when you're independent. (laughs) Exactly. So after that, did some major deals come to you and was like, hey, you know, sign this dotted line or did did you get distribution? Did you get like what what good things came out of child support? I'd say good thing come from um, just being able to uplift people. Mm. But um, personally, it's for us like... um, what good thing is going on. It's just me being where I am today, just mm-hmm. being able to talk to you on this platform. Right. That's a good thing that came from it. You know what I mean? Right, it's right. a lot of artists that's doing what I'm doing, but it's not on this platform. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, you know, it's, every day is just a new day. So, <laughs> you know, I just performed at Woodstock. I mean, I mean, you know, like I said, it's just a work in progress, man. Right. You know what I mean? So, you know, so. And also, yeah. um, I know child support was it was more of a like a slower song. I don't want to say ballad because that's definitely not that, but it was a mixture between a, a ballad yeah. and like a like a slow groove soul type song. Like, but when I listen to your voice now, it's more of the the reggae soul type stuff. So did you did you like? make a transition into doing reggae or do you still have all of the, of the genres within your, your musical um, background? Well, um, initially I'm a soul artist, right. you know what I mean? And that's what I would tell anybody that would ask what I, you know, classify me as. Mm-hmm. But um, I just think um, maybe it's my delivery of the, of the song or the flow that made people say, well, it sound like reggae, mm-hmm. but I never initially recorded it and, and be like, yo, I'm a reggae or this is a reggae song. It's just crazy how that's just what people naturally heard from it. Right. And to this day, when you hear child support, I still be like, you know, whether you hear that, or not, you know what I mean? But <laughs> right. I don't know. It's a, I, I don't know. It's a calling. It's a spiritual aura upon me. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Definitely. I, can't, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cause even, even when you look at the video, the performances, it gives like, cause you know, um, I don't know if you've ever seen this, this reggae band perform. I forgot what they, they are, but they normally perform like at the ocean front or something like that. But th- you have that kind of vibe to me like that, that whole, like okay. you said, the aura, you have that reggae vibe to me. So do you, do you, yeah. do you see it? Or, would, like, where did that inspiration come from? Or when did you, you know, when did you notice or see see that side of you come out? Um, it just developed naturally, I believe. You know what I mean? Um, when I first started playing guitar, mm-hmm. it was hard for me to play um, rhythm and sing at the same time. Oh, wow. So, you know how reggae have, like, a, a chop feel to it. Mm-hmm. So it kind of leaves, like, a space for you to be able to sing in between playing the melody so i believe it just happened naturally you know mm-hmm. i can't say i wasn't always I, I wasn't interested in it but um it just happened naturally it wasn't nothing that i planned to do it just happened naturally that's, right. that's the best way i can put it yeah <laughs> so who who but yeah i do have a lot of oh, go ahead. go ahead go ahead mm-hmm. 
sorry. No, I was just saying, yeah, I do have a lot of uh, reggae influence into my music to answer your question. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Like who? Name name some name some um, legends that you kind of look well, like. Well, I would hate to, you know. But anyway, I would say Bob Marley, of course. Right. I connect with the great Nelson Marley, but not just because he's a commercial artist on a deeper level and what he really represented. Mm-hmm. You know, I really studied and really researched and understood his background and the message that he was bringing forth. So he will be my greatest exp- um, inspiration, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. to a lot of things musically. Mm-hmm. But um, just uh, my father, my dad, he- he's my favorite singer, you know, from childhood. Hearing him sing in church, I was always um, delightful to hear that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, just soul music in general, um, soul music from the 60s, 70s, Ray Charles, Al Green, you know, you name it, just black African-American soul music mm-hmm. is what inspired me, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. to this day. Mm-hmm. So what do yeah, you, what, sure. what kind of puts that, that battery in your back now as an artist? Um, Just knowing that um, it's my purpose, you know what I mean, and mm-hmm. it's something that I really can't run from, even if I tried to. Mm-hmm. It's like sometimes you know, you'll feel like giving up or some days I feel like, man, is it really, is it really worth continuing on? And then you'll wake up and you'll see yourself on this festival or wake up and, you know, hear somebody say, you know, I got through last night by listening to your music. Right. Or, you know, right. it's always something to remind you why you're doing it in the first place. Right. And that's what keeps me going. It's not about fashion. It's not about fame. It's about true purpose. And I pray someday that I'd be on a major platform that I can really encourage people. Because a lot of people, they see that it's cool to do music and they feel like you get the ladies, popularity. Mm -hmm. But it's not about that for me. It's more like I was born into this. I've been doing this my entire life. Mm -hmm. And um, I just really want to be able to reach a level where I can inspire people like me, you know? Right. Now, how how was your support system growing up? Because... Um, I know it's hard out here, first and foremost, in Virginia, let alone where you're originally from, which is Portsmouth, Virginia. And that's, you know what I mean? I'm sure growing up there was just, was just, you know, a lot for you. So how was your support system and is that support system still around? Well, the support system is great. You know, you can never deny you know, something, whether it's small or big. So the support system is great. But I do feel like um, you have to do what you got to do for you. Stay focused on what you can do for yourself and whatever someone else can add to it. God bless. Right. But it's all about what you can do for you. And that's your main focus. And not just like in a selfish way, but I'm saying as far as like depending on you to get where you're trying to go. You know what I'm saying? Even though you have a whole team around you, you still really can't even uh, rely on the team. You right. got to rely on yourself. Right. But the team can come and go, you know? Right. And yeah. know who's around you, first and foremost, too, because that's a huge, huge thing. Because energy is real, and people don't really want to want to believe that, but energy is really real, and it'll rub off, and you know what I mean? Just keep good people around you. Keep people that want to see you win around you, is what I, what I yeah, pretty much yeah. got to say about it. <laughs> it yeah, look like you out, you out and about. You, you enjoying life right now. Got that? <laughs> 
to that aspect of everything like where did how did you get presented that um opportunity and you know what i mean like tell us a little bit more about it in the, ex- in the overall experience um, well i opened up for like Dennis about two weeks ago and uh that was a great opportunity as well yeah performing with like Dennis, and i end up going backstage with him and um performing a few of my songs and you know, we end up capturing some footage and posted it online. One of the promoters that, you know, was involved with the festival and uh, Woodstock saw it. And, you know, one thing led to another. You know how the industry goes. Right. You know what I mean? It's, right. It's no one way, you know. It just happens. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. Has any, yeah. has any of your current songs surpassed child support? Or do you think it'll surpass child support? Yeah, I really, I really do. Um, I really do. It's just all about timing. It's all about timing, you know? Right. You know, and um, I believe a lot of my songs are going to surpass child support. Child support is what people know me for because that's what's been marketed the most. Right. That's what's been, you know what I mean, promoted more than anything. Right. And it's, you know, quite naturally most relatable to a lot of people, too. But um, I do believe a lot of songs that I have... Um, it will surpass it too, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you also <clears throat> would you would you rather stay independent or would you rather sign a deal? Like if that ever were to come back around and say, We have this for you, X, Y, and Z, everything that you ask for in a in a um a major label, would you sign today? Um yeah, like I said, if it makes sense, that's what it's all about. You know what I mean? You know, if it makes sense, if it makes sense. Somebody of course, stay independent. Of <laughs> yeah, I mean, definitely. And that goes back to what I'm saying. You you definitely got to keep control. Right. But um, it's nothing wrong with partnering with people. Mm. You know what I'm saying? If it makes sense to, you know, partner up and make something bigger, bigger you know, than what it is. So. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's dope. That's dope. So, um, you also yeah. mentioned that you have um a up and coming tour. Is that correct, or are you on tour now? Yeah, it's more like a pre tour right now. We're just doing a little bit of gigs here and there. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I got to be back in the Bronx on Thursday for a show at Sensewick. Um, it's a nice little situation there. And I believe we'll be touring, like, officially around the fall, around um, middle of October, November. Do you know exactly what's your kickoff date or any of that information for the people? Not at all. Not at all. No, not at all. We're still finishing up what we're doing now. Mm -hmm. And this probably wouldn't end until about um, late September. Really? So, and we'll pick right back up around middle of October. Yeah, definitely. Wow. And you're in the studio now so, as well? Yeah, currently working on my third album. Okay. And, um, you know, just working on a lot of music, you know. So, Can you so give I us a little out. information about your album? Like how many songs, if you got features, 
what it's about, um, I usually, the title. I usually do about ten songs per album, and um, this song is this album is going to be entitled "Rounded," and it's probably going to be like, um, probably like my last live album with the band that I've been working with, mm-hmm. and um, before I start experimenting with some other things. So I think my fourth album is going to be a little different. I'm going to get back into more, like, um, you know, different kind of music. He said yeah. different kind. What kind of? <laughs> you about to start doing trap music? Greg, going to do some trap music? Nah, you I about... say trap. <laughs> Let me find out. I want to say trap, but I'm trying to develop a sound. Maybe like Afrobeat or something, mm. you know? I don't know. Something different, you know what I mean? Something, right. something, something different. Why why the transition or why the the um the change? Because I most people know me for playing guitar and singing with a live band. You know, on some Bob Marley type of vibe, but not really knowing like where I originally come from and just singing. And also how at one point I used to you know, I would say rap. Not that I want to rap now, but you know, just experimenting with mm-hmm. different melodies, different vibes, different you know vibrations. Have you ever so Have know. you ever thought to work with um, Drum or not Drum? He's not Drum anymore. It's Shelly. My bad. I'm sorry. He calls his name Shelly. Shelly. Okay. Nice. Oh, <laughs> um, Shelly. We used to cross paths. You know. A while ago, but I mean, if it if it happens, you know, mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I mean, I don't know if if it happens, it'll happen naturally. He's busy, I'm busy, and you know, if it happens, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I respect him, though. I respect so, him. So, um, last but not least, how do you feel about the the music scene or the talent that we have in the Virginia area? Um. Cause I I hear a lot of people say it's a crab in the barrel mentality. It's every every man for themselves, or either they want to overcharge you or finagle, or it's always something that doesn't really add up to be a good thing. So, in your mind, how would you yeah. describe this area as a whole, or either where you are in Portsmouth, or you know what I mean, like? How would you describe that scene, like the music scene or the talent? Um, I think the music scene is great. Mm-hmm. Um, it's stronger than it's ever been before on yeah. the urban level. Yeah. And um, I just think that it needs a sponsor. You know, every mm-hmm. major city has a sponsor that's sponsoring these young artists to be what they are. What they are, You know what I mean? Like, right. you know, and I just think Virginia just needs a sponsor. I don't have to say any particular names, but... <laughs> You know, they can come through. The, I don't know why they can't come through the city and put some millions into these artists and make them big. You know what I mean? And make make Virginia pop. That's, I mean, what's wrong? Shoot some videos in Virginia. Like, make it pop. Yeah. Like, develop our culture. Develop a sound. Like, you know, let people know what we represent. And maybe we need to figure out what we represent. Maybe we just mm-hmm. got a loss of identity. But I don't know. At the end of the day, I feel like whatever's going to happen, it'll happen in due time. Everybody just got to keep working and living life. So life is short, man. I've been seeing yeah. so many deaths within the past couple of weeks, man. It's like, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's hard to take certain things serious, you know? Right, right. It's crazy. So yeah, do, man. You, life is do crazy. you think that Virginia could be a 
a Atlanta or a Los Angeles or New York? Do you think we could get to that point? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it'll be bigger than both, honestly. I mean, it's not 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 necessarily in popularity and population wise as far as New York and certain things, but I believe as far as uniqueness, you know what I mean? Right. We have we have a very unique um, vibe about us, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, like like think about Missy Elliott. There's no other female artist that sounds like Missy Elliott. Right. That's that's what I'm pretty much trying to say. Right. We have a uniqueness about us, you know what I mean? And um, we're well respected around the world. So um, I just feel like we just need to pour into ourselves. And, and I don't know if it's the government, if it's the city councils that keeps people from, you know, making things larger than life. But mm. I mean, between Alan Iverson, Pusha T, and all of those guys, we could have been doing like something big. in the water, like. What are we oh, waiting on? Yeah. yeah, we could have been doing certain things, but maybe it's certain people that's in higher powers that don't want that type of attention right. where we're from, you know what I mean? So I don't but, know. Um, I don't know I don't why know. though. That's the thing. It's just like it'll well, be certain people that'll make it out and then they'll be screaming Virginia, 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 but they can only scream Virginia for so long. You know? They even though they we wanna hear it, like everybody knows yeah. Chris Brown is from Virginia, but People, Trey Songs is yeah. from Virginia, but it's not as a consistency. Like, you know what I mean? It's a huge difference because he doesn't, well, he's not out personally, like. Go ahead. I believe that's because they're not from the heart and soul of <laughs> I ain't that biased, but I believe, I believe like Hampton Roads got like a certain special sauce about it, mm. a certain vibe that anything outside of it really don't have. And I believe it's probably, um, I believe like the older ones, older generation did what they was called to do. Mm-hmm. It's up to us now, you know what I mean? This generation to step our game up and, and, and make things pop. You know what I mean? All it takes is one artist to make another artist and that artist make another artist and that's thing you know. Exactly. You know, we got a whole whole situation going on. Exactly. But in due time, in due time, you know, if it's meant to be, it'll be. But, um, <laughs> and do you, do you feel that you have to leave where you're from to get put on so to speak because i hear a lot of that yeah. as well yeah most definitely and um i believe that's why i feel like um my career never like sprouted as crazy as it probably could have mm. it's because i maybe stuck around the house a little too longer than i should have i should have jumped i mean i did jump off the porch but it was just certain situations that kept me homeward bound and um now i'm starting to branch out and send some results that I would have that I've been already since because it's like every time I left Virginia it was always a, a good response mm. but it's about staying out there long enough to get where you're trying to go you right. can't just go one weekend or one week and then don't go the next six months you got to be consistent right right so yeah you do need to leave Virginia there's no way you can make it anywhere six stands strictly in Virginia it's impossible so, not happening and also do you think you can get hot outside of Virginia before you can get hot in Virginia if that makes sense because you know how they say you're supposed to get you're supposed to be able to come to your own city and be hot and be played on the radio and be you know in these um in these venues in these places but it's not always like that it's like you're once you leave Virginia is like ninety five percent of the time you gonna jump. It's like an immediate. It's it's almost immediate that you just be like, if I go to Atlanta right now, 
I I probably would move to Atlanta right now is what I'm saying. Like, but right. But it, I want to be here. You know what I mean? I want to be here and I want to succeed here. But it's not it's not as easy as I would want it to be. So how do you feel about that aspect of it? Like getting hot someone somewhere else and then coming back here and not even being as hot as you as you need to be, if that makes sense. Um, well, I would say that um, you should get hot in your hometown mm-hmm. and then just branch out and make yourself hotter elsewhere. So by the time you come back home and they see that you've been putting in work other places, it just make you that much hotter again. Mm. But um, I don't know. Just do what you got to do. It's no, it's, in the music thing, in this life, there's no one way to do anything. Right. It happens all types of ways. Like I said, it's more than one way to spend a cat. And that's how it is in the music industry. Mm-hmm. So just as well as the person can leave Virginia, mm-hmm. which you're going to eventually have to, I mean, a person still can blow up there and go viral. Right. That's the thing now, going viral. Mm-hmm. You know? Social media so is playing a huge role in things. What, yeah, you ain't got to leave. You, know, you can go viral. Exactly. You can be all over the world. Still exactly. Good. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. Mm, 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 mm. I yeah. really appreciate that. <laughs> so it is yeah, it's okay. already 40 after i can't believe it's this is this interview is going by so fast <laughs> uh, that's um, natural. You know, right. we got that chemistry. i love you know it See, these, these are the type of interviews that i enjoy because i don't like interviews yeah. where you gotta pull pull it out of them like you knew you had yeah, an interview yeah. you knew you supposed to talk <laughs> you know you what you're supposed to do do the job but anyways Yes, it's 40 yeah. after. I'd like to do a thing called Sweet 16. I know you're yeah. out and about right now, um, but it, uh, if you can or if you don't want Definitely. to, it's fine. Uh, doing a little snippet of some new things that you're working on. Or if not, we can move on to top five, which is five questions and five answers. Yeah, I think we could do the top five. If I could just... <laughs> I'm a freestyle after that. I could do a little freestyle, but what I'm working on is still, you know, it's in the pot. It's still okay. being stirred up. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so let's get to the top five then. Yeah. Um, let's go. Okay. Top five venues you've performed at. Um CB King, New York City. Mm. That's it? Yeah. Right, <laughs> that's the top five. Oh, top five. Top five. Nova, 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 I thought you meant like, what's the number one out of the top five? I, I'm real different. In my it's brain. okay. But yeah, B.B. Uh, King, the Nova, um, National um, Underground, um, Elevation 27, they used to be Jewish Mother, mm-hmm. and um, uh something more recent too man ah oh, this Woodstock I just Woodstock, performed last yep. night that was so yeah yep. top to, I, oh go ahead what was it what you said no well, that was it oh okay top five songs I don't songs. say anything I'm checking my own battery oh my bad <laughs> top yeah, five yeah, songs yeah. you've written um child support I'm ready my solution uh believer Lacey Ann. Okay. Top five guitars that you have? Um, 
I usually play a Fender, but I would say my top five would be a Fender, uh, Gibson. Um, Acoustic-wise, I like a Martin guitar. But uh, that's about it. I'm not really fancy about a whole lot of, you know, I like an Albanax too. I have an Albanax guitar. But, you know, yeah. Okay. Cool. Top five acoustic songs you performed live or acapella. That I performed live? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, child support, I'm ready. <laughs> Dirty Diana. Um, Ain't No Rest for the Weary off my first album. Um, uh, shucks. All my songs. <laughs> Dirty Dan, Ready right. or Not, My Solution. I love all I know I that's right. He said I love them all. Uh, top five yeah. competitions or like talent shows or um, those type of events that you've been a part of. Um, sports and stuff like that, or just music wise. Um, it doesn't matter. However, you want to do it. I mean, I've been a part of um, BME uh, awards, uh, BET awards. Mm. I, I might have missed out on your question, but um, been a part of a lot of talent shows, the Pachi Cafe in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, different showcases. Uh, I've won um awards for like band and school singing, like talent shows. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of work, a lot of stuff. I, yeah, you got more to come. I'm pretty sure of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That's love. <laughs> so we're going to get to, we're going to get to exclusive access. So if you have anything exclusively, you can give us, you can give it to us now. If not, you can go ahead and spit a little freestyle and then we can go on to wind down, which is the shout out social media, last words in the question of the day. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, well, they know. I can just say something they already know. Yeah. They might not know. Yeah. You can it. do I'm whatever like, you go ahead. Go I ahead. just got the news. I'm a wanted man. Not from the law, but strictly from my fans. They say you got the sound of people gonna remember. Coming straight up out of Hampton Rose, Virginia. But first, there's some things you gotta go through. The type of things that nobody can show you. You gotta go and see it for yourself. Sometimes it could be bad for your health. Then I told them that. Ooh, ooh. Tell them that I'm ready. Mm. I found the one they want. Come and get it now. Uh, you know, they can check that out. You heard it. You heard it. Go ahead. Go ahead. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. No doubt. Appreciate you as well. (laughs) But we are coming to an end, and I want to give you your um, chance to give you your shout outs, social media, last words, and then we're going to end it with the question of the day. Oh, shout out, yeah. Greg Gutty. Um, <laughs> you can step, find me on Instagram, Greg Gutty, Greg G U T T Y. Um, pretty much all platforms, Greg Gutty. You know what I mean? Check out the website and everything, and uh, just stay in tune. I'm mostly active on my IG, though. Definitely. And That's you have an upcoming tour, direct. well, and you got a new album. Yeah, yeah, upcoming tour. Yeah, upcoming tour. The album should be out around um, um, the fall, around November. 
middle of November, something like that. The album should be out. It's called Grounded. It's going to be some fresh new music, and um, I hope you guys like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't wait. And if I'm you're excited. open, also, if you're open to getting new beats or new production or engineering, um, holla at me because my fiance has a studio out here in Virginia Beach, and he works with super producer Perfect. Lex Luger. So a great right. gutty and Lex Luger song? Could that yeah, happen? That would be pretty, could that yeah, definitely could can. that be the beginning of your, your Afro beat? You know what I mean? Could there it? you go. Exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you never know. Like I said, I think Virginia should definitely try to um, you know, kinda unite more, you know what I mean, collaborate in different ways. But like I say, it all gonna happen naturally, man. That's that's the best way I can say it. You know, right. everything's right. just naturally is going to happen. You don't have to force the sun to shine. You don't have to force the rain to fall. You know, and that's how we should be, too, as people. Just right. let it happen naturally. Right. And that's just me. I ain't into the force game. You know what I mean? I know that's Natural right. mystic. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. But I'll definitely rather work with your people, your fiance. I'll be in town tomorrow night, and uh, we'll see what's up. Okay, perfect, perfect, perfect. And last but not least, <laughs> question of the day is, what bothers you about the industry? Why and what will be your solution to fixing it? Um, what bothers me about the music industry is that there's no... It's like to be a doctor, you got to go through certain qualifications. Mm-hmm. But as music, you can just be a garbage can and wake up and be like, all right, I'm a music artist. Right. So I feel like it's over overcrowded. Maybe it's not, but I just feel like um, the solution to that is just stay true. Don't fall for the gimmicks that's being promoted out there. I know there's more music or a lot more great music to be heard than that's being promoted. Right. So let's just not rely on what we hear on the radio and certain platforms to define our taste in music. Let's just keep. Uh-oh. He froze up. Right at the end. Right at the end when he was about to say something extremely good. Um, we can't hear you anymore. So sorry about that, guys. Mm-mm-mm. But that was the end of the show. However, I do appreciate him coming in. Greg Gutty, follow him. G R E T. I'm sorry. G R E G G U T T Y. Greg Gutty. You can also follow me on Instagram. M I S S Hollywood three one three. Also follow the podcast. So Hollywood, the podcast, go www.allofhollywood.biz, session 420, book your session today, www.greenleafgang.com. And we out this thing. Is it me or was it hot in here? Is it me or was it hiding? So Hollywood, Hello, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get ignorant. The Hollywood lights are bright, let's get right for a little bit. The right 
so low, so let's go and bump it a little bit. Let's celebrate life like it's gonna end in a little bit. Hit the bottle with a little twist and mix it with some of this. And mix it with Hollywood, ain't you far from monotonous? Imagine the gas can't even produce more hotness than this hip hop pop. It's a female accomplice. Hey, To be a guest on So Hollywood the Podcast, just email So Hollywood the Podcast at gmail.com or follow me on Instagram, So Hollywood the Podcast and MISS Hollywood 313. Looking to book your next studio session? Contact Session 420 at www.greenleafgame.com.